Test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. Take one, so we're on time. It's the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Ala Brewski back for another exciting podcast that we're just going to lay on your lap and you can rub it around and make yourself feel good or you can just listen to it. Whatever you bastards want to do with it, it's all yours. All right. Uh, and, and yet again, I think every podcast runs on whenever we hit record. You don't have to out yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm not outing myself, dude. I'm just, I, I'm, I said objection. we're on time. We're on time right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. This is the Republican mentality. If you just say it, it's true. Well, yeah. yeah. No fake news on this podcast, for crying out loud. Right. Uh, these things are timeless, ageless, except for the fact that they're heavily dated and time sensitive. That's exactly right. Uh, there are uh, listeners that are, you know, just finding us that are going back to the original podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a big difference, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Bruce, I don't know if we told you this. We've got a guy that used to listen to us in Seattle that just rediscovered us. But yeah. We're on episode 90 something right now. He has made a pledge. He started at number one. He doesn't want oh. to miss any of our episodes. Oh, my. So Nothing I'm out of getting- order. Yeah, I'm getting messages about, you know, episode six. Oh, this one thing you said, or how did that thing turn out? I'm just like, wow, dude, like that was a year ago. <laughs> like, you know, hey, maybe he doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a lot going on right now. That's all. He's just, he's a know. super fan. Nick's creeped out by it, but I think I'm not creeped out, dude. I just, you know what? Tell me if you find this creepy, Brisky. Okay. I mean, is there anyone that you would do this for? Would you listen to an episode? Oh, um, okay. And then all the way through it, stop and pause, write down exactly like 13 minutes and 14 seconds. Steve said, dot, dot, time stamping? Dot. Wow. Time stamping all the way through the episode, <laughs> which I appreciate, but I've just never seen it done before, dude. If well, we're not paying a legal service to do it, I don't, I've never seen well, it done. Maybe we should ask him. Since he's such a fan of the show, if he wouldn't mind uh, logging each and every show for us with timestamps, so it's that perfect. We would... Yeah, exactly. This is the world of podcasting and radio. No one could do this. Now this guy wants us to know his opinions. He's yeah. being the vocal minority. So yeah, we're getting detailed notes. Episode three, <laughs> you know, seventeen minutes in, Steve said this. Agree with that. Twenty-three minutes in, Nick said this. What's his name? Uh, I forget. I'd have to look it up. His name he, is Superfan. That's Superfan. You know who what? you are. Like, uh, the goal is right now to get through these episodes as fast as you can. And if you can get caught up, we'll have you on the air to share what? some of your opinions with us. How about that? I have a question. Sure. Is this is this Superfan's name Tim? And no. Does he, and, does, and does he still hold it down at the Crossroads Circle K? <laughs> Crossroads Circle K, our original Superfan of this program, was... Uh, <laughs> A guy that, uh, you know, he was creepy, too. I mean, I loved him. I'm not to say this new guy's creepy, but I'm just saying the original dude was creepy, and he passed out in someone's car. Didn't Steve have to give him a ride home somewhere? I don't recall that, but who knows? Yeah, well, remember, he, he disappeared at the radio station the night that we had the DUI attorney in. Yes. And I had I had the drink to blow in the, bar, the breathalyzer. And right. he came and brought his own booze, and then he disappeared. We couldn't find him anywhere. And he was already trashed, and I think he came to our basketball game and got so oh, drunk that yes. I had picked him up for it. <laughs> yeah. And I think you, Steve, had to give him a ride home. 
Not from the basketball game. I was passed out drunk after that thing. I had a medical attention for that game, remember? You had medical attention? Oh, yeah. The pair. Listen, we did a drunken basketball game against another (laughs) talk show in Seattle. And, uh, yeah, I don't drink well and work out well. So, I don't know. Not even by halftime of that basketball game. I was on the side puking, dehydrated, and the paramedics came over. And I kept telling them, like, leave me alone. (laughs) I will be fine. I do remember you puking on the side of the court. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you don't do well with – well – now you're a beast, Brewski. I just got back from Tahoe, and uh, Harness works out every other day. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, comes down like the uh, he comes from the cover of a Fabio novel, and uh, you know is glistening with sweat and sway. Oh God, what a workout! I'm thinking, uh, the biggest thing I've done this morning is take a big old dump. Like, congrats on you, dude. You look great. I didn't even show yeah, you my Nick, six pack. I mean, well, so. Nick, you might have dropped a pound in the bathroom just doing that. So, You're right. I appreciate your out. positive thinking, Brewski. And back to the super fan. He first of all, this new guy referenced the original super fan, which I've just oh. apparently completely forgotten about. But I, I think we should anoint this guy the new one. It's going to take him 93 episodes to hear this, but um, you know. And we need these people, by the way, so they're not creepy. They're loyal listeners. We love them. <laughs> hey, dude. He ones. Sometimes you're creepy. You're the host yeah. of the show. Yeah. Sometimes I'm creepy. Uh, and we're all creepy. We're all creepy. To it's not an over. insult. I'm just saying. Gotta- I gotta buy a boat someday, all right? So we need more of these people. <laughs> and what are the uh, chances that this guy is uh, actually Dave Richards? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I remember a funny thought though I was having the other day. I, you know, when, when we were on the buzz in Seattle, every show but ours and another one all went over to this uh, rock station in Seattle. And I remember back then thinking like, well, one of these days, either BJ or the men's room, they're gonna retire, move to another state, and then we're gonna be the first no. one to call. No, no, they're still there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who stays at a radio station that long? That's unheard of. And still doing well. How many? Many years has it been dude well for bj i mean Almost it's been a long ass time coming up on 20 for the men's room at least i mean if not there i mean it's close so yeah that's... yeah yeah you're I'm waiting welcome. on the call i'm waiting you're welcome <laughs> men's room <laughs> you're uh, welcome. yeah exactly yeah stay healthy you guys better be working out every other day <laughs> so now this is not the men's room it's the vocal minority with nick and steve all of brewski and we have a web page you can go to it it's uh the vocal minority.net <laughs> booyah this is need to know news news you need to know i need to know he needs to know and he needs to know now before we meet there's some news you need to know about i need to know i need to know now needed to know need to know i need some news i need some news the news needs to come from me the news has come best news i've heard all day okay everybody time to shut up and listen this is need to know news news you need to know news 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 i agree with so many of those drops right there what the the news needs to come from you? Yes, <laughs> I put that one in there for you, dude. I knew you. I knew you felt that. This needs to come from me. So shut up and listen, people. <laughs> That's right. I got other things to do. All right, I'm here for the betterment of humanity. So uh, we've been uh, we've been talking politics on and off on the show because it's one of our things. Uh, you know, we've been talking about the fact that uh, third party spoilers in this upcoming election are not welcomed, <laughs> not needed. Go away now. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr. We've we've brought him up before as well because you know at first 
I think the right was propping him up because they thought, well, he's a Kennedy. Maybe he could spoil Biden. But then he started getting popular with his anti-vax stuff with the right wingers. So then they started freaking out like we don't want him stepping on Trump's toes or any of that. So I found an article here that might just bring us all together in universal condemnation of one Mr. Robert Kennedy Jr. (laughs) Uh, Tell us about it. Tell, Tell us what it says. Is that Joe Biden calling in on the show? <laughs> oh, dude, that's uh, that's the guy you're talking about. It's all oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my voice because of a bad vaccine. <laughs> I'm just, dude. you know, and I'm married to Cheryl Hines right now. So, uh, yeah, she's pretty hot, isn't she? I expect to talk for long periods of time and have you never get annoyed that I don't have much inflection. <laughs> I didn't realize RFK Jr. sounded like an old prospector. From the- <laughs> He's so bad. And I, like I said, forgive me. I mean, I know it's not your fault, but wow. It's well, tough to listen to. All right. Maybe that voice is from bad vaccine advice. Maybe he's picked up some cooties elsewhere because Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the anti-vax independent candidate for president, uh, is apparently anti-hygiene as well. The oh. controversial political scion recently walked uh, to the bathroom oh. in bare feet on a commercial flight. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, those airplane bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bare feet. No socks even, okay? Dude, you know this. <laughs> this. This is from staph infection because right. I'm filthy. Exactly. Some worm has crawled up his foot. Uh, He's probably concerned- talking the airplane. <laughs> yes, he is. Nasty. Uh, let's see. A conservative commentator named Justin Haskins, who I've never heard of, but whatever. Uh, he said he sat behind Kennedy in first class on a recent voyage from Portland to Dallas. Uh, and he snapped a pick. Originally, he was waiting to snap a pick to be like, you know, he was going to go on a Glenn Beck show and wanted to kind of taunt, you know, hey, it was me and RFK. But uh, right. Uh, Haskins <laughs> told his podcast mates that he initially uh, was looking for an opportunity to take a pick to show Glenn Beck for his upcoming appearance. Uh, so he was kind of, you know, stalking him, essentially. Right. So he says, quote, RFK gets up and goes to the bathroom and he's walking to the bathroom. This is on a plane. And I realized the guy has no shoes and no socks. And the floor is covered with food, and it's like disgusting food. He goes into the restroom sockless and shoeless, something I've literally never seen in my entire life out of every time I've ever been on an airplane. I don't like to go into my bathroom sockless, all right? Like, that is so nasty on an airplane and that aisle. Didn't someone just diarrhea all the way down an aisle? (laughs) That did happen on a plane. I assume it happens. I mean, there's feces on everything. That's what I'm saying, dude. That aisle alone is filthy. I don't get people who take their shoes off on an airplane. If you're going to please put either slippers on or at least have your socks on it's so gross listen unless you're bruce willis and die hard doing the plane trick where you're curling your toes because you're afraid of heights but even bruce willis i believe put the shoes back on before he got off the plane or started walking oh, that was uh he did that in the hotel room didn't he i mean oh, i thought he right. did it yeah, afterwards he, he waited Yes, yes. So uh, this uh, conservative commentator, his uh, final quote on the topic was, uh, this man needs to be removed from the race immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So gross, dude. What the hell? Seriously. Taking your shoes and socks off on an airplane is just rude and disgusting in general. But then walking into the bathroom on that floor. But you're assuming, Steve, that he was wearing socks to begin with. Oh, maybe he was not. 
Uh, yeah, he might have been wearing loafers with no socks. Oh, that's right. gross, too. Flip-flops. If he had no socks on, put uh, some flip-flops on, all right? The only, the only time ever that a man should wear flip-flops is at the pool or in a shower in a gym. <laughs> you don't need to be wearing flip-flops walking around in your general life. You Disagree. Yeah. I, I do. I, oh, no, I you know what? You know what? But I you, you know why? You, you know why women are allowed to do that, but men don't? Because women, women take care of their feet. I Dude, take care don't. of my feet. Oh, Listen, I went. I I had a uh, a professional pedicure done yesterday on my feet. Wow, hand to heaven. Do, do, you, do, you, do you have hair on your feet on your toes? Uh, yeah. Okay, I mean you don't slight need, I don't, hair on my feet. I don't need toes. to see your hairy toes. I don't need to see them. I don't. It's interesting. What if a girl had hairy toes? It, it's even worse. <laughs> mm. Do you know that I try to wear flip-flops as many months out of the year as possible? I'm uh, still wearing them now because there's no snow on the ground yet. So until it gets over the threshold of my flip-flop, uh, <laughs> I won't stop. Are your have good feet? Are your feet nasty? I don't personally, Steve. So. Uh, no, I'm asking Brewski. Oh, okay. Do you have nasty feet? I wouldn't say I have nasty feet, but I don't have feet that I that everybody needs to see what they look like just examining my feet I have blonde hairs you really can't see them so that I just yeah I just, eh, I don't know. I just yeah. <laughs> and I will wear flip-flops in an airport if it's summer because you know you're going through security taking your shoes off all that crap but I don't walk around barefoot except through security so and that's Even, where, that's bad too dude I mean that's yeah. nasty too and I've well, been, you, no I've done o- that before and it's nasty Limited how often dream. do you, how often do you think that they actually mop Sweep in or mop the floor in security at the airport. It's nasty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would say once every bombing. So, (laughs) um, but you know, I mean, I'm walking through there and my socks is not much better than I'm putting that in my shoes, which I'm then trying. I don't know. But you're already bringing bacteria around with your socks anyway. It's it's different. It's different because your feet can actually absorb all those things. In in Asian cultures, there's reason why that they they have those pads that they put on the bottoms of your feet, and then they yeah. pull them they pull them off because it removes toxins out yeah. of your your body. Like you can see the black that comes out on that pad, dude. So many toxins yeah. are in your foot. Yeah, exactly. But it's 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 absorbent. We are getting away from yes. the point that uh, he walked into a airplane bathroom where no doubt, I'll tell you what. I've pooped, I've peed, and thrown up in an airplane bathroom on the floor. I can't say it all made it in. <laughs> right. You know, like uh, women have their period in there, uh, changing babies in there, mile high club. I mean, that is a <laughs> filthy ass room. Yeah, and you know they're not in there sanitizing the floor after everything. No. no. <laughs> See no, how fast they turn the planes over these days? <laughs> right. Like, there's just like three people who jump on and get trash in a bag and well, roll. Yeah. So there you go. If you're anti vax, apparently you're anti science. And then that would all make sense why you're walking around a bathroom with no shoes on. So who, yeah, who, yeah. who needs science? Nuff said. This is need to know news. News you need to know. I need to know! He needs to know, and he needs to know now. Before we meet, there's some news you need to know about. I need to know, I need to know now. Needed to know. Need to know. I need some news. I need some news. The news needs to come from me. The news has come. Best news I've heard all day. Okay, everybody, mm. time to shut up and listen. Sure. This is need to know news. News you need to know. News, 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 I hit the news, wrong, news, uh... News, news, news. Wrong uh, sweeper there. A little long. All right. 
Uh, welcome it. to Need to Know News, the vocal minority with Nick and Steve, all brewski. We're going to give you a bit of, uh, well, a couple stories here, but this is a segment we've been doing kind of like a Trump in review just to wrap up a few things real quick, you know, so we don't have to spend the episode talking about the bastard, right? He inevitably comes up, but yes, Bill does the weekly roundup. I am actually hearing some conservatives starting to kind of sweat this whole cognitive decline thing on Trump's oh, part. Oh my gosh. You are? Oh yeah. You know, Maybe, they're kind of wondering, uh, do we lean into it? Or do we avoid it because it makes us all look like hypocrites for saying Biden is, you know, going to see that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, when, well, when did that ever stop them, though, of being concerned about looking like hypocrites? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe they think that, eh, maybe we should be worried, but we're not. And it is a perfect time. I was actually going to play this clip later in the episode, but uh, you want to know how loyal Trump people are? I mean, I think the three of us on this program know, but it is just crazy to me. Uh, there is a uh, show. They go on MSNBC once in a while with their skits. They do like Jordan Kepler type skits, and I think they're called The Liars. Okay. Have I'm you heard familiar of them? with it? No. And okay. is brainwashed and loyalty the same thing? Uh, well, this uh, you be the judge. No. Because a cult this, member is very loyal, but I don't think that's a positive spin on no, the word loyal. <laughs> I, think, I think with cult members, they're brainwashed. It's one right. thing to be like you can be loyal to somebody, but you still have cognitive ability. And, yeah. and, and you may be in denial about what you're what you're admiring. But at the same time, you have some other abilities to, to, to think for yourself. Right. Brainwashed people, saying. but brainwashed people don't have that at all. Exactly. So I'm going to say the Trump people aren't loyal. They're brainwashed. Yeah. Maybe that's what, yeah. how we should really always start saying it, because that is a great distinction. I mean, these people are brainwashed. And you'll no doubt see with this clip of uh, these guys asking just a couple of Trump people at a rally some questions, a la Kepler. And by the way, real quick, pause that. Um, where are you, is this is an MSNBC like segment on someone's show or? No, they, uh, I think th they have a podcast themselves, but you'll see a lot of their clips on TikTok and they do video stuff too. So they do vlogs, but they are contributors on MSNBC. Like they have them on a lot to play some of this stuff. I got you. Okay. Proceed. In Trump's fraud case in New York, uh, they asked him if he had seen his 2021 financial statements. He responded by saying that he was busy dealing with China and Russia. What do you think about that? Um, I think he was a busy man when he was president. I mean, but he wasn't president he in 2021. Stuff up in 2016. Yeah, but he wasn't president in 2021. Before he became president. But he said in 2021 he was too busy They're dealing with. Him. You know, they got to pick out something. He said that the square footage of his own condo was three times the amount that it actually was. Like that's that's lying about. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't. No, believe it said it in the documents of, oh, in his company. Yeah. Okay, we'll see how that comes out, though. I don't know. There's always something that. <laughs> if that's does. the case, does that change your opinion on it a little bit? No, absolutely no. not. No, it's because it's all crap. It's all fake. News. News. But it's not. It wouldn't be fake because he did say it. Yeah, but how do we know that? Where? But because the, his own company put it out and they said that it was their document. And I'd have to see it, and then you know what I mean. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but. I, if I saw it, then I would say, okay, cool. Well, there's a reason for it, guaranteed. So. But if he did lie about that, do you think maybe it's possible he lied about lie. other stuff? Trump doesn't lie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Why? I feel like that deserves this. <laughs> like, what? Wow.
Yeah, that's not loyalty. That is straight up gullible brainwashed masses right there. I mean, wow. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, what a lot of this is, is that and it's never good to, to assume anybody's um, race by yeah. their what their voice sounds like. But number one, they're at a Trump rally. So more than likely, they are Caucasian. Sure. And as I was listening to the voice, they're probably at least 30s, probably 40s or so. Okay. So now these these are white people getting older and they see him as their final grasp at having some sort of power in this country because they're all concerned about becoming the minority. Bruce, and, you and, described them uh, you described them to a T of what they look like in the video. Exactly okay. what you said they are. I mean, it's disturbing the level of disconnect there, the the brainwashing. It's it's like, you know, they always say like predators, like rapists or, you know, child molesters, like they seek out good victims. You know, like they groom them. Yeah, because most people, when you if you put your hand on someone, they're just going to immediately run away, punch you, tell the cops, whatever. But certain people are good victims. They will allow you to abuse them. Hundred percent. Yeah, they somehow spin it in their head that this isn't happening, or I deserve it, or it's okay. Well, whatever it is, but I mean, that is the Trump fan base right there. That they don't care if it comes from Trump, they won't even believe it. They won't believe anything. And what? I don't know what to do with people like that. That's why I say I think we just have to outvote these people because there's no getting through to them. A hundred percent, dude. You're yeah. I mean, you're a hundred percent right with everything you said. It is. Uh, it, it's beyond sad to see some of these people because, like we said, like some of these people we know as good people, and they're so sucked into this that they do. They have some sort of uh, a mental disorder. Trump uh, said, "I will uh, read this to you because, well, these are some of the things that he's planning if you put him in office." And uh, piggyback on what Brewski was just talking about, he said uh, on a stage, and people cheered, "Immigrants are poisoning the blood of America." If that's not the dog whistle of like keep Amer, I'll keep America white. Like we're not going to let those brown and black people in here. Yes. Oh, that's classic. And this thing he said about vermin or whatever. I mean, this is classic. Yep. Like you know. Yeah. So uh, let me read these few things, and then we'll get to the vermin talk. But he vows to uh, now indict political rivals if he wins. Uh, Trump is planning uh, planning to round up undocumented Im- immigrants and quote put them in cages right camps you know yeah camps yep that's right uh and now we will go in portion of people in a camp i don't know what you would call a concentrated camp like that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know either i I mean we have nothing to look back on and kind of try and wonder what it's all about but uh so we are going to talk about trump uh mirroring the verbiage of hitler in a veterans day post uh people are kind of lining it up i mean not line for line the whole thing but there are plenty of things that stick out i'll play you uh what he posted on true social for veterans day and maybe you can decide for yourself all right Uh, that was Hitler. I get him confused. So uh, there, I'll play the real thing now. In honor of our great veterans on Veterans Day, we pledge to you that we will root out the communists, Marxists, fascists, and radical leftovers that live like vermin within the confines of our country, lie, steal, and cheat on elections, and will do anything possible, whether legally or illegally, to destroy America and the American dream. The threat from outside forces is far less sinister 
dangerous and grave than the threat from within. Despite the hatred and anger of the radical left lunatics who want to destroy our country, we will make America great again. Mm. Wow. You can uh, Trump speaking much more clearly. I do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those cognitive declines don't seem to be in this at all. Right. I don't know how much more like Hitler you could sound. <laughs> I mean, that's that crazy, dude. I mean, if he would have just uh, been having a crowd cheering behind him. Oh, wait, he was uh, he or he did. I mean, this was a full on Hitler uh, uh, post and people, his conservatives or his brainwashed conservatives are eating it up, dude. They love it. I've heard so many people, and I myself have wondered, how did Hitler ever come to power? How did people not see his evil coming? They did. Enough of them embraced it. It's what's happening right now. That's how it happens. True statement has never been made. Steve Harness. Go ahead, Bruce. Did you guys happen to see that on Veterans Day, also on stage in front of all these people, he actually admitted that he didn't like to go to see wounded soldiers at Walter Reed Medical Center because they made him squeamish. Uh, and, I didn't see that he said it in front of a crowd. Yes, there's this video of it. He said it there and wow. and and nobody and nobody pushed back, nobody booed, n- nothing like that whatsoever. He just said, "Yeah, they, they make me squeamish." Right. Uh, who did he he originally uh, said it to General Kelly? Is that who he said it to at the uh at the actual veterans wasn't it millie that he said about the yes that's right yeah Yeah. so like don't do that ever again uh that came out and he wasn't embarrassed enough that he would now say it in front of a crowd i mean he's made these comments uh to, to multiple people at this point of his disgust of military veterans who are uh who are wounded in the line of duty or who have been captured his famous i prefer people that weren't captured like what are suckers right. and losers right yes yeah and yet still and, you know the pro-military wing of our party you know the republicans they're so pro-military thank you for your service but we're going to vote for this guy that spits in your face yes uh what's, yeah. it, what's in it for them i remember him saying that too why why do people why would people join the military what's in it for them yeah. He wouldn't even so allow tough. his kid to do it if he wanted to. He didn't allow it. He said, oh, no, he will be abandoned from this family, dude. Disowned. He and both um, Don Jr.'s mother, Ivana, told him that he would be disowned and cut off completely if he joined right. the military. Yeah. Go it's America. crazy <laughs> yeah all right and that's the the guy that was our president and wants to be again yep so uh do with that information what you will i know it won't change your mind but uh just think stupid for a while uh we're gonna roll on to our next news story uh at the head of it we will give you a quick uh, financial update uh the high interest rates combating the inflation has made homeownership Almost impossible for many Americans. The the price of a hair curdler, you know, maybe maybe has come down a little bit, or at least the inflation on it has come down a bit. This is need to know news. News you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. It's time for another brewski. This one is a crazy brewski. Oh, gentlemen, we've got a lot of things going on in this country, and we've got some. We've heard conservatives complaining about crime and how terrible that this uh, this country has become. It's gone down to down the hell ever since Trump left. 
Apparently, sure. every state of California is just a you know post-apocalyptic hellhole. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> well, I'm I'm here to tell you that um, they may not be they may not be wrong, and mm. I know that sounds weird to say that, but I have a story about crime in this country that you will find shocking, absolutely shocking. Wow. Well, don't yes. hesitate. Don't make me wait. Whip it on me. <laughs> A man in South Carolina is accused of robbing a store with a gun-shaped controller from the 1980s Nintendo game Duck Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. Stop the madness, people. When are we going? Right. When, yes. We need to get a get a handle on get this. Get indoors quickly. Lock your yeah. door. I'm I'm offended by the lack of effort. Guns are very easy to get in this country. Do we have to be robbing gas stations with fake guns? I mean, put the effort in. Put the Duck effort in or don't bother. I mean And he's in South Carolina. Wouldn't you think that that'd be real even easier to get a gun? Right. Mm. What the real San Francisco was South Carolina in, just for our audience? <laughs> that is so funny, dude. Do you think it was the original, like, gray and red or with the bright orange? On yeah, the number, that's exactly. Right? I'm sure it was. Yeah. It says wow. David Joseph D'Alessandro, age 25, was arrested following the reported incident at the Quick Stop convenience store in the small town of Sharon, located about 45 miles south of Charlotte. That's hysterical. Oh, I have it right here, actually. A picture of it. It is not the original gray one with the orange on it, but it is black and gray. But it it, it looks everything else looks just the same. So fantastic. Yeah. You know that he had to. I, I would hope so. That he was wasted out of money for beer and smokes or whatever and was just <laughs> like, Yeah, what the hell? Maybe I'll go try this. Like that was not a logical thought that he had. <laughs> it's a not step above putting your finger in your pocket, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look, like, I've got a gun here. Don't, don't don't make me pull it out and use it. And I wonder if when he pulled it out that the uh, store clerk, you know, covered his mouth and went. <laughs> 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 what a story, dude. I love it. Actually, the, the guy got away with $300. He gave it up? Yeah, it says that it says that he was arrested down the street from <laughs> from the uh, from the store. It says roughly three hundred dollars was taken taken from the register. He was located in a Dollar General store parking lot down the street with with the duck hunt pistol in his pants. He was going to Dollar General, dude. He was like, "I'm loaded tonight. I got a ton of cash, and I am not afraid to use it." Well, 300 bucks, that's a fully loaded register at Dollar General. So yes. He probably had the high score. He probably deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. All right. Next news story. Uh, Nick's camera is working, so I can tell you, in your background, Nick, you have yeah. what is a pornographic picture. What? We have a giant picture of an a-hole behind you. Uh, the only uh, picture of a human being. Well, I have a skeleton of Steven over there. <laughs> and I have Tony D. That's what I call him. I mean, his name is Tony Danza. but Tony Danza made page six this week. Getting oh, into a fight boy. on the streets of New York City with a woman. 
New York what? City woman tears into a-hole Tony Danza after a rough what? sidewalk dog dispute. Dude, oh. we just heard uh, a couple of weeks ago that he screwed John Stamos's uh, lady friend. And, uh, you know, people were kind of looking at him poorly for that. Now this? This seems serious and terrible. Yeah, we did have that news story. And by the way, Bruce, what was that girl's name? The 80s star that John Stamos was with, you remember? Hold okay. on a second. I'll, I'll figure it out real quick. Go ahead. Some 80s actress or whatever, but she's all pissed off that Stamos brought that story up and made her look like a big whore banging Tony D back in the day. So I just think she should be happy that somebody's talking about ah. her again. But, Terry, yeah. Terry, Co- Terry Copley was her name. Yes. Mm. Was she an actress yes. or something? What was she? she was. Yes, she was. So anyway, so Tony Danza back in the news yet again this week. Uh, Upper West Side woman uh, got into a fight with the Who's the Box actor over her dog. According to a page six spy, Danza was spotted in the posh neighborhood earlier this week, quote, pushing his way through anything and anyone in his path when he barked, uh, barked at a petite woman uh, walking with her dog. The source tells us that the 80s heartthrob stepped over a black lab and said to its owner, get your dog out of my way. Oh, I mean, uh, a guy's entitled to have a bad day every now and again, right? I mean, that wasn't too serious. True. Now, the article goes on. There's a little defense here, and then there's a little more pushback. Okay. Uh, The pet parent did not back down, offered the immortal words, quote, Tony Danza, stop being an a-hole. (laughs) <laughs> he should sign that on his next autograph picture for you and also but why can't he be an a-hole like yeah. just i mean he's a person he can be we just don't want him to be we we we, we idolize tony nanzo we don't want him yelling <laughs> dog lovers do we i don't know i mean he would didn't uh he didn't do anything really i mean he stepped over she could have been in his way and yeah. he's you know running and uh you know bo- shadow boxing come on so another witness, though, said that there was no spat. This is the pushback. It gets worse, though. Just bear with me. Uh, this other witness says, Tony saw a good-sized dog coming towards him, and he knows the dogs in New York City have the right of way. He moved over to let the dog pass, and the woman didn't pull back on the leash, and the dog continued to come right at him. He had to jump over the dog to get out of the way, says the witness. That makes a lot more sense, dude. Now, another one, though. Then again, this is not the first time of late that Danza has drawn scorn for arguably prickly behavior. Uh, Back in April, a red carpet. Say that again, dude. Three times, please. I slurred it on purpose, okay? I know. I just want to hear it. Arguably prickly (laughs) Prickable. Arguably (laughs) prickly behavior is what Tony Danza displayed. Uh, back in April, a red carpet reporter accused the taxi actor. Is that really what he's best known for? I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was he was big pub- on time, you know. I know his best work. There. But obvi- I mean, come on, who's the boss is obviously what he's best known for. Come on. Hey, I would say taxi. Oh. Really? Okay. Well, yep. Page six agrees with you. The uh, They accused the taxi actor of being, quote, the rudest celebrity that they've ever interviewed. Oh, stop it. Danza had allegedly told him to, quote, come up with some better questions after the interviewer asked him if he preferred New York City pizza or hot dogs. Uh, yeah, I'd say. Hey, cool. yeah. I agree cool. with him, dude. I agree with him. Come up with some better questions. You're talking to Tony Danza. That's what you're going to ask him. But he's Mr. New York. He's known in this borough, and they asked about New York food. I mean, that's kind of rude to tell the interview to come up you're, with better questions. You're, you're getting access to at least a B-level celebrity. <laughs> yes. You know, you, you, got, you, got, you, got, you, got to, you got to bring it. You got to bring it. Bring it. 
Bring That's some sort of lead in with the softball. I mean, maybe. But you don't know how he said it either. He he could have said it like, "Hey, guy, come up with some better questions." <laughs> oh, hey, 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 hey. No you, like- you got anything? Better? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Uh, apparently, Michael Bublé was so upset that he chimed oh. in on Twitter saying, "Hey, to the hot to the reporter." He said, "I think you're amazing. I'll have a pizza with you. Let's not invite Tony." Perv. I mean, come on, dude. He's trying to get laid. So now, the article the, ends saying perhaps he's just grumpy over the recent accusations made by Full House star John Stamos mm. over the affair we had just mentioned. So. Could have been taking a lot of heat as of late. He sees these uh, people, you know, what, like, get out of my way, dude. Come on, I'm what, having a bad week. Who, who are these people who can't give Danza a hard time <laughs> about banging Terry Copley, what, 40 years ago, 35, 40 years ago? Who cares what you did? 35, 40 years ago. He didn't murder home somebody. Homewrecker. You raw dog some chick. That, that's not a big deal. <laughs> they all would have done the same, Brewski, right? Like if you saw Terry Copley, then yeah, you absolutely would. I love yeah. that you said he raw dogged her. You're bringing the two stories together. That's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring it up, Brewski. <laughs> no, I don't know. Tony Danza may be an a hole, maybe not. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, it says here that he's not. Can I get a uh, fact check on that? For fact? Uh, that's a fact. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not, dude. We decided. I wonder if, if Tony Tanza really saw Judith Light nude. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, I, w- I don't think he did in On Who's the Boss, but I think he probably did behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's coming yeah. out of the, the shower there. Yeah. Right. She's still alive, by the way. I haven't heard of her forever. Judith Light? That's a really good question. I don't know. She's still alive, dude. I mean, Mona's gone. We know that. Catherine Hellman is gone. Uh, between the two of them, who who did you think was hotter when you were a little kid, Mona or Angela? <laughs> I thought Mona was probably the more fun one. She seemed <laughs> yeah, like a drunken exactly. whore. But, uh, <laughs> Judith dude. Light is still alive, by the way. She's 74. Ah, okay. All right. I hated her character on Who's the Boss, dude. I thought she had such a stick up her ass, and I hated the way that she spoke to people. Yeah. Uh, I, I never knew why Tony was so infatuated with her. Did he even look at Samantha? <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, his daughter well, was where it was at. She's still hot. Yes, yes. That's too bad for, uh, you know, uh, Tony D. Well, I feel bad for him. Uh, let's all pray for Tony. I mean, we, we yeah. want to get T-shirts that say justice for Brewski. We justice should be getting justice for Tony right now, okay? He didn't kick the dog. He just walked over it. That's right. Yeah. Jeez, guy's entitled. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Start the news chant, please. Come on. News, 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 news. Hey, who wants to talk about uh, Mike Johnson? <laughs> we can Anyone? Call Mike Johnson, if you want. Uh, Not your Johnson, Mike Johnson. Oh, Mike Johnson. Yes, yes, yes. The guy that no one's ever heard of who is now second in line to the presidency. Well, <laughs> yes. You, you, mean, you mean the gay man that's Speaker of the House? Yes, the gay man with a uh, black son? What the hell's the story about that? I love that SNL brought that to all of our attention, so. That that he never that he never registered in school and who's subsequently <laughs> been arrested eighteen times. Oh, dude, yeah. the story's weird. Mike Johnson, uh, not only weird for all of the uh, f- aforementioned reasons, but uh, did you hear that he installed a porn accountability app on his and his son's devices? Yes. 
I did hear a little rumbling about that, if you'd like to expand on it. I don't even know what a porn accountability app is, why you would want to put one on your own device. I understand maybe your children's, but what the hell is that all about? Maybe you have a uh, pornography addiction and you're trying to keep it under control, you know. Do you believe in that, pornography addiction? Sure, yes. You can be addicted to anything. The the, the basic definition is, is it sucking away your time that you should be doing, spending time with friends, family, working? You know, if you can't get something done in your daily life because you're doing whatever else, then, yeah, you can be addicted to that thing. House Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, Republican uh, from Louisiana, said last year that he had installed a porn monitoring software on his device and those belonging to his teenage son. Rolling Stone resurfaced the uh, 2022 conversation this week in which the lawmaker discussed his use of a service called Covenant Eyes during a a speech at a church about the war on technology. Johnson said both he and his son had signed up to service uh that scanned all of the activity on your phone your you know ipad all your devices laptops everything then it sends a report to your accountability partner uh you got to have the right accountability partner right because i feel that if uh you were my accountability partner you would always just be like yeah, you're good, dude. <laughs> like, you know, it's okay that you looked at that. Or you're not doing enough. Or what are these categories? Like, this is lame. Come on. I mean. My account, my accountability partner right now is Jack, my son, which is weird. So uh, I pointed this out to Steve. Uh, Jack Johnson is his name. So he gave him, you know, Jack me off and Johnson as a name. The kid was determined and bound to love pornography. I think that is so unfair to Jack Johnson, the musician. I've never thought yes. of his name being a euphemism, euphemism for masturbation. But now, I'm Nor have I, dude. That is. That's funny. <laughs> Playing a little five-on-one. There you go. There you go. If anything objectionable comes up, your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. It doesn't wait till 9 a.m. in the morning, dude. This thing is like, bam! Somebody's yeah, in the bathroom up. right now. <laughs> the paddling <laughs> begins immediately. Yes, that's right. Um, uh, Johnson uh, had this conversation last year at the Cypress Baptist Church in Benton, Louisiana. He said, I'm proud to tell you, my son has got a clean slate. The lawmaker <laughs> said in the talk, it's really sensitive. It'll pick up almost anything. It looks for keyword searches, terms, and also images, and it will send your accountability partner a blurred picture of the image. <laughs> I hope he's not Googling Tony Danza. He's going to get anal <laughs> porn results for being an angel. You know, it's, it's funny because he doesn't realize that his kid probably has a burner phone on the side. You know? I was going to say, when you tell your kid you're monitoring him, you, you think he's going to use that device to go look at porn? Well, and you know... <laughs> Johnson is doing the same thing. You got a secret device, old man. Well, hell, he old doesn't school. Even, remember, Maybe. he doesn't even have a bank account. That's an that's an interesting story too. He what are you talking have a about? Bank account? You guys haven't seen this story? No. no. If, 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 this has been a huge story this past week. He has no bank account. There's no banking records for him whatsoever at all. How can you do that in this day and age? I don't know, but other other way his bills are getting paid other ways, but not by any account with his name or his social security number associated with it. 
Oh, wow. Well, mm. nothing sketchy about that. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, no. And then, this is the, I mean, as sketchy as that is, okay. How about the fact that when he was in college, he said that he spent all four years of his college doing intensive research on homosexual relationships. It's an odd way to put it, right? I mean, that's an odd way to put it. And that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, does, does that mean that he's, he's at a truck stop in Louisiana sitting by a glory hole and taking on all comers? I mean, is that what, what he's doing? I mean, what is it? It's all left comers. to interpretation, dude. Uh, it, either interpretation is bad, whether it's the easy, you know, glory hole kind of, you know, joke, but the other, like, what do you, like, he was actually studying homosexuality, like courses and books and like, that's, even if it's not a sexual joke, like that's still weird. It's weird, dude. It's very, very odd. And why was he hoping to cure it or something? Like, what was he? Why would you be studying it? Listen, you know, this is uh, uh, this is obviously an allegation, but one I feel like I have enough evidence to support. Uh, when you're gay, when, in, in his position, uh, he is crushed in his soul by it and will do whatever he can to pray the gay away. You know yeah. what I mean? So oh, I'm sure that that's exactly why he was studying homosexual activity, like right. extensively, like you are trying to get rid of it. And I'm sure you enjoyed it in the meantime. Now, was he praying for that though, while he was receiving a rusty trombone? <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't there, but I have no did, idea. I mean, we you do know what a rusty trombone is, do you not? Tell us. Rusty trombone is when somebody is behind you with their tongue in your anus whilst they have <laughs> their hand out front, moving it this uh, like like a trombone, so they're jerking you off while they're while they're doing that. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I I don't know, dude. I don't know if he was doing that. Listen, I, I've heard a lot of uh, doctors say that if you uh, if you ever have an, an, an ailment, that you should become an expert on the topic. You should look into, you know, you should know everything there is to know about it. So, mm. and uh, it sounds like that's what Mike Johnson was doing. Like he was a closeted gay man, so he was trying to research the hell out of it to become an expert on the topic to try to talk himself out of it, cure himself, pray away the gay, whatever it is. There's there's really no normal reason to be an expert on the topic of gay sex. That's uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll let everyone who wants to know know that Covenant's Eye bills itself as a screen accountability app that can help subscribers quit porn for good. For $17 a month, users choose an ally who receives the screenshots of concerning activity. Uh, sign up now. Wow. So <laughs> porn's free, but the app's 17 bucks a month. Yeah, and how is he getting that without a bank account, Brewski? Apparently, someone else is paying for it. Maybe, maybe Mrs. Johnson is paying for it, and she's keeping an eye on everybody on everybody's. That's a solid point, right? Yeah. Well, good luck to him. We've got time for one more short one. This is need to know news. News you need to know. Well, gentlemen, I am going to leave you with uh, a story that you're going to tell me is really cheesy. Uh -huh. well, and yeah. I, I yeah, sense I'm, a dad joke coming, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, no. Uh, it's actually Italian man crushed to death by falling cheese wheels. Wow. 
Wow. Yes. Dairy factory owner 74 dies when shelves carrying 25,000 wheels of cheese collapse and bury him. 25,000 wheels of cheese? Yes, 25,000. Yeah, getting very creative in the way they take people out nowadays just to really <laughs> cover their tracks. So <laughs> Now, let, let's remember that these all weigh 40 kilograms each, which is equivalent yeah. to about 88 pounds. That wow. guy is flat. At, I mean, there's nothing left of him. Not at all. Not at all. Mm. This this does have this did happen in Italy. So okay. Steve, you're you're absolutely right. It, it could very well be. I mean, <laughs> right. He was I would assume this man is lactose intolerant at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Jeez. Thank you. Listen, uh, <laughs> I have thought in my life that I would like to, you know, sometimes you think about how you'd like to die if you could pick it. <laughs> yes. uh, there are times I think about, you know, cheese just, I love cheese. <laughs> like just cheese drowning in it. Yeah, but not like that, dude. That is crazy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, just crushed to death by that. Now, I, you tell me which is worse, okay? Okay. Would would that be de- worse, or the way that a worker at the Starkist tuna factory died? Uh, they, how? When they get the tuna, they don't put it in the can raw. They actually have to cook it. So what they do is they put all the tuna in this big vat and they steam it. And okay. unfortunately, the the uh, the the, uh, the man actually got locked into the the steamer and he got steamed to death. Whoa! Sounds wow. like something fishy was going on there. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. <laughs> All right, but seriously, he got locked in a giant steamer and got steamed. Yes. Yes. Slowly steamed to death. Yes. What yes. are the safety I mean, protocols at that plant? Because that doesn't seem like you should be able to do that. But. No, and that was in California, too, by the way. So, oh, boy. Hey, All right, see? The hellhole that California is. <laughs> oh, boy. So 25,000 wheels of cheese, and they actually, it took them two days to actually remove all the wheels of cheese to get to his body. Wow. Wow. Hope they still sold the cheese. Nothing wrong with that. Finally <laughs> aged. Yeah. Now they, it's Italian yeah. cheese. They yeah. should have melted it, dude, and just made you know fill nachos or you know they could have just melted it. We could have thrown some noodles in that bad boy. Had Parmigiano the Reggiano. It's the king of cheeses. Right. Call Guinness Book, dude, and tell him we're gonna make the world's largest batch of uh, macaroni and cheese. Oh, nice. Okay? A crushed Gouda and a crushed Goomba? Is that a Italian <laughs> player? I, I, I would think so, dude. Goomba, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Well, I mean, oh. if you're going to go, though, honestly, being crushed by <laughs> wheels of cheese could be worse. Steamed yeah. a lot. That sounds kind of terrible. But, yeah, uh, it, does. it does. Would you rather be crushed by cheese or a big girl? Oh. <laughs> It's a weird connection. The, 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 they both might smell the same, so I mean, right. well, oh. I, well, I'm, I said the cheese, not the tuna factory, dude. <laughs> God, it's cheesy tuna fish action going on. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be crushed by a large woman, sure, but uh, okay, well. I'll I think Bruce could just open his mouth a little. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, stop. All right, boys. Well, I think that's going to do it for the day. We'll leave on a high note. So there you go. All right. The Vulcan Minority with Nick and Steve, a la Brewski. See our webpage, thevulcanminority.net. Say goodbye, Brewski. Goodbye, Brewski. And we say bye-bye. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Great. Good conversation there. Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? This is the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.